Welcome to the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. Our voices, our views, our generation. Let's conversate. Hello and everybody, welcome today on this Saturday, November 13th, and may I say a very chilly November 13th. We're already in daylight savings time now, and we're about two weeks out from Thanksgiving, and it's hard to believe this year is going by real fast, and we're almost in 2022. Hard to say it again. So, today my, I have a guest on my show named friend, named by the name of Francesca Guyton-Johnson, owner of Guyton Photography, LLC. And first of all, Francesca, thank you for coming on the podcast show today. Thank you for having me, Daryl. Uh, you're very welcome. So, uh, first of all, I want to start off by asking you, my first question is that, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and about your background? Sure. I, again, I'm Francesca Guyton-Johnson. I'm born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've lived in a few different states, um, but always, you know, Milwaukee's home. So I attended school here in Milwaukee County, uh, graduated here. I am a mother of two adult children. I have been a state worker for over 15 years with a background in human resources. But um, in addition to my passion for music, I am also a photographer, professional photographer. That's good. That's great. That's great. And um, also, uh, jump to my next question is that what made you uh, start uh, Guiding Photography LLC? Well, I started the business because I was actually doing the photography. So I, it wasn't my thought to start a business to do photography. I was pulled into photography. And when I say pulled in, being introduced by my dad, who was a photographer back in the 70s. Um, he was a factory worker. And when that industry started kind of taking a turn, mm-hmm. um, he oh, yeah. was a family man and a provider. I have to you know, say he's gone now. But uh, he picked up his two passions. One was cooking and the other was photography. So my brother caters and does a lot of cooking. I picked up the photography from him, uh, just visiting or tagging along with him, going to weddings and parties and things like that, learning some of the classic techniques. And people eventually would ask me, hey, can you take pictures of my wedding or can you take pictures at my party? And I would agree. Didn't really know the business side of it. So I was a wedding photographer for free. A few people (laughs) got the benefit of that um, as I was learning. Uh, And when I realized that it was a passion and it was something that I could make money doing, I decided to uh, put it on paper, make it official and start my business. And that's how and it's named Guyton Photography. My married name is Johnson, but I wanted to keep the honor to my dad with the introduction to the business. And that's why it is Guyton Photography, LLC. Well, that's understandable. Like you said, your dad worked in manufacturer or factory. You want to say my mother for 20 years worked at Briggs and Stratton, which is right around away from where we're at. Yeah. She was, she was there for 20 years. She ended up going somewhere else afterwards, but she was there during the heyday from 76 to 96 at Briggs and Stratton. Okay. So I know a little bit about a parent that worked in a manufacturing or blue collar industry when those industries, those industries like A.O. Smith, uh, Briggs and Stratton, et cetera, were really and My dad booming. was at American and, Motors. Yes, yeah. in the 60s and 70s. Absolutely. Right, American Motors, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know people that worked at Briggs and Stratton too, and also A.O. Smith and them. Fisco and Vogel, and the names go on and on. Yes. Those are big industries back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yes. And early 80s, but now nah, those industries have, how can I say, have changed over to something different. Sure. But yeah, but I, I know a little bit about that. But they were good paying jobs. Uh, they were, and, and I think that those industries also taught the value of hard work. Um, and so, you know, when, when those uh, industries started diminishing a little bit, what my dad took from that, again, having been a provider and a family man, to find something else that would supplement the household. And um, he put those hard work skills to work and in other areas um, of his passions, at, which is actually, you know, quite a blessing for him and, and for me and my family as well. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. And um, 
Also, another question is that what all the services that your that your company or your company can offer clients or can give to clients? The services that I offer have changed a bit since the pandemic um, uh, for various reasons. So I will to kind of give a little bit of history where I used to offer, you know, portrait photography and things like that um, in a certain location. I've relocated and don't have that capability. But I actually my passion in photography, because there are different types of photography, is event photography. So I prefer, I mean, I can offer portraits and on location at parks and, you know, public places, but I really enjoy uh, event photography. So if a person is having a celebration, a party, an anniversary, a birthday celebration or something like that, um, I always say uh, you enjoy the memories and I'll capture the memories. So yes, people show up with cell phones and camera phones and, you know, other devices, but when you really want a professional finished product. You know, if you've ever taken selfies with friends somewhere and you say, send me that picture and they never text it to you, you know, because, you know, they have a million pictures in their phone. Well, I'm the person that you pay to capture those memories that give you the opportunity to take a look at them. I clean them up, you know, whether it's cropping or something like that to make them perfect for you. And then I get those final, final finished product to you of your memories. So event photography is, is my main service at this point. Like weddings, concerts, yeah. Well, banquets, for like that. yes, the general consumer, it would be events like I mentioned, birthday parties, oh, and yeah. you know, events, uh, memorable, you know, yes. places that you want to capture memories. I do weddings as well, but then, yes, I the next level of event photography is capturing entertainment. Um, I've photographed some of our local entertainers here in Milwaukee. Um, and enjoyed doing that. Actually, they were my practice for quite some time. I would take pictures of them for free. And then also entertainment photography. I photographed the uh, one of the national conventions here a few years back. Um, And then also Summerfest I do every year. And uh, you sent me a bio, which I'm very impressed with that you sent your email to me a a month ago in relation about the people that you photograph, like artists like uh, Big Daddy Kane. Yes. uh, Brian Culberson, Snoop Dogg. Charlie Wilson, mm-hmm. the name of listeners came to Summerfest and also like J- Jazzy Jeff, DJ Jazzy Jeff, people like that. And then national, but it's got to be a, a great thrill to be able to be able to even to be in the same area, of these national artists. Yes. For me, being a, I say kind of former musician, once you're a musician, you're always yes. a musician. I've been in bands and done other things like that, which I didn't actually mention in my background. But I, you know, in addition to my corporate career, I also had, you know, I was a musician. I sang, I played a little keyboards and so, yeah, the, the Mary, the entertainment photography, you know, with my passion of music, uh, Summerfest is my biggest thrill pretty oh, yeah. much almost every year. And yes, and then to be in the same space with some of those artists, um, I've interviewed people. Well, in addition to the photography, it also offers the opportunity sometimes for an interview. I want to take a minute to just give a shout out to the Milwaukee Community Journal and Thomas Mitchell who gave me an opportunity for my very first, I needed a media outlet when I requested to do yes. Summerfest. And yes. he gave me that opportunity, I think back in 2011 or 12. And I've been doing Summerfest ever since almost 10 years. But That's with it. that said, sometimes I have an opportunity to give interviews. And so I've interviewed the likes of Bobby Rush, yeah. um, Big Daddy Kane, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Black Violin. So there's a little, uh, so a few extra perks that come along with the, um, the privilege to be able to photograph some of those stars as well. That's good. And also with Summerfest, I know this year, obviously Summerfest was a different format this year here where it was uh, three weekends in, in early in mid, early September, early mid-September. With that, was it easy for you to get around? Because I heard the attendance at Summerfest was down 
obviously compared to like 1918 or before that. Was it easier yeah. for you to, to navigate than compared to years before? I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, the first day of Summerfest this year, it was like the first day of the shutdown from COVID on 43. I was the only car on the freeway going to work that day because I was in a, um, uh, what is it? I forgot what it's called, where you were needed. I was a uh, necessary, you know, yeah, I was yeah, in yeah. a job where yeah, I had to be essential, there. Essential, essential worker. worker yeah, yes. Essential worker, yeah. How, man, what happens after a year? <laughs> I was an essential worker. Yeah. So I'm on 43. There are like four cars. Wow. Going to work at 730 in the morning. So that was kind of surreal. That's how the first day of Summerfest was for me, too. The crowds were really minimal and down. Now, it was great for me. Because when I get approval to shoot to photograph stars, I may have to run all the way from the north end at the U.S. Uh, cellular stage and hike it over to, you know, mm-hmm. either the uh, amphitheater or something. It's, it's a big ground. The it's a lot. I think I 70 or seven, 70 acres or 700. Acres, it's a lot. So anyway, it's a lot I'm hiking it, right? So that was pretty easy um, to do. There have been times where I've had to shoot an artist that started at 930 and, you know, you get to shoot the first 15 minutes at the North stage. And then there are wall to wall teenagers and I have to get through to, you know, the, the uh, Harley stage or the Miller stage within a five minute run. And it was almost impossible. I will say, though, um, about the crowds is that by the end weekend, it, it pretty started looking pretty much like normal and that was really That's what, um, I, I, good to see i heard it did pick back up the uh the, the following two weekends yeah it Fest, was great they had some more artists that came to major artists that came form including charlie wilson and some other charlie artists that came yeah. to form live concerts helped out a lot also but next year i think it's gonna go back to what it was pre, i think so like 2020 so i mean 19 or better so yeah. i would say next year enjoy it this year because next year you're gonna be you're gonna be going, you're going between crowds, crowds, yeah. A little bit different. And one year. thing I will say too is I, I don't know how most people feel about that, but as you know, again, I told you I've been doing this for ten years, mm-hmm. so it's it's you know you're used to it. I'm, I'm used to it, but I'm also getting a little older, and so I get a break. You know, to walk twelve hours a day some days for twelve hours straight. I mean, you know, for eleven days straight started. You know, that can kind of wear you down a little bit. So the fact that it's over three weekends and you know, you get a break between the the um the performances and the dates that it's open. It should be, uh, it's, it's welcome. I welcome that. That's good. So yeah, that's good. And um, and my next question is that um, I kind of pick what you said about the service, like from you do uh, event event service, like event photography. From your experience, what were the best type of events that uh, best type of events that you uh like to do photographies for? The live music, again, marrying that with my passion for music and then with my background as, you know, uh, kind of uh, having a background earlier as a musician, the uh, entertainment photography for live music, whether but national or local. The national doesn't really trump local for me. Um, it's to see people on stage giving their all in their element with the lights and the sound and to be able to capture that and bring that motion to a still photo for them or for the public. Um, so the the live music is, is really a treat for me. But then, you know, it's just different. People capturing their memories is also very special. Weddings are very special. Weddings can be a little nerve wracking because it's a lot of, you know, pressure to catch the shot. and You don't get a second chance. Very much so. Um, but grandma's 85th anniversary or 75th anniversary, you know, that yeah. or a uh, birthday. I mean, geez, you know, that that's just a specialist catching national acts on stage. Very much so. And, uh, and, you know, speaking of photography, just a side note, I'm thinking for me now being 42 years old, I went from being a youngster to now 
cameras have come a, come a long way. Well, you, you know, the, you have the instant uh, Polaroid. Take the picture right there. Instant, it's, it's on the spot. We can capture your own moment yourself. Now it's evolved to the fact that, you know, I know you use like Canon, like Canon, uh, the long lens mm-hmm. camera, right? For yeah, for certain like shots. The, the real long professional lens they use as Super Bowl events or you know what have you, yeah. or major events like that. But now it's getting to the point where, in a sense, you can have your smartphone and have like four or five cameras on a phone and take the same quality picture you can with a camera. You can, I, I but there, there, and I, I don't want to take away from any enthusiasts at all, <laughs> but there. There is an art to photography as well. There are angles. There's lighting. um, There are some very natural shots. I take great. My very first picture that made it to the community journal before Summerfest was on my cell phone of Keith Sweat in concert at the Milwaukee Theater or the Pabst Theater or something like that. Yes. That my very first picture. I mean, so I don't want to take anything away from enthusiasts. But again, you know, when you hire a professional photographer for something, if you want to capture a moment that you're watching, that's one thing. But when you're a part of the memory, and even though I, I say to myself, you know, um, when I go through my memories, I'm rarely in the photos because I'm usually the family photographer. So when it comes to something like that, you want to have somebody that's going to come and capture those memories for you so that you can be seen in a part. And there's one thing, you know, with a selfie with a group of people. And then there's another thing where, everybody's singing happy birthday to the you know family member and you're a part of that That's and right. not That's taking right. a selfie of that and it wants the one that's going to be able to uh, like you said be able to go in there and do the editing part and make sure they can do like the cropping and make sure it comes up to be really crystal clear and professional yeah. like you pay you you pay for what you pay. i guess they're saying is you pay for what you get sure and it's nothing wrong with spending money to have professional like, like what i do here now with the podcast i pay podcast town do my editing for my episodes i can do it myself I'd rather pay someone else to do some expertise, expertise in doing editing. So when my episodes come out, they sound really good like they do. And they sound very professional. Right. So you pay you for pay what for, you get. Absolutely. Return on investment. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, and again, you know, you're good at what you're doing. You're, you. you're you. you know, Thank you're you. great at this. And then you let other professionals do what, what they do. Um, and this is the same with photography. Again, I don't take it, anything away from enthusiasts. It's great. Selfies are wonderful. But when you want to be a part of those memories, you yes. want to have somebody in. And I want to say something else that you mentioned about editing. Um, when I growing up with my dad who did 35 millimeter and there was not Photoshop and all this oh, other yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really pride myself on trying to get a good shot initially. I try to do as little editing as possible. One, if you take 900 pictures at a wedding, that's a lot, a lot. to try to go through and edit. So I really am um, take my time with the classics to get, you know, the angles right the range, right. You know, I don't want the the subjects too far to the left or too far to the right. I try to center, you know, I try to make sure I get the full when taking the photo, I try to take the finished product that I want every now and then. Yeah. There are some changes that because we have the technology and the ability to do it, but I really try to get the main, you know, the shot that I'm looking for. The end result is the shot that I try to take. That's good. And um, uh, my other question I want to ask you is that what would your advice be for anyone that wants to start their own photography company or get involved and become a, uh, to do uh, photography for people. What, would you, what advice would you give to people like that? I would say go for it. Whatever your dream is, go for that. I'm not going to tell you any special skills you need to have before venturing into something because I'm self-taught. I mean, other than learning from my dad, I'll be, and I tell people all the time, I don't tell, I didn't go to school for photography or, or uh, media arts. I did not. 
I have kind of a natural talent for it. And maybe it's because I picked it up as a child. Again, I mentioned angles and trying to get that perfect shot on the front end. It's just something that, you know, uh, there are musicians that are just prodigies. They're good at what they do. And so they lean into that. But for someone who has an interest in photography, if you have a natural talent, take pictures, take pictures of everything, find out what your interests are. When I first got my first point and shoot camera, I was taking pictures of trees and I was taking pictures of people and animals and this, and you'll find your, your specialty. You can do everything. You can try to do everything, but you know, when you narrow down into a specialty, um, I think that that's when you really tend to enjoy what you're doing because you see the fruits of your craft. Uh, and so for me, it's event photography. For some other people, it's portraits. Uh, I have a coworker who, as a hobby, does still shots, wildlife, you yes. know, trees and birds. Yeah, yes, and, yes. you know, so I would say find out what your interests are and start taking pictures, see what you're good at, and then move forward with it. You don't necessarily need to take a class. Um, if you feel like you want to do that, then do understand that it is a business. Um, you can't work for free. Know your quality, you know, and, and people will ask and, and it happens and you can you can give gifts as you choose. But make sure that you're paid for your talent and your craft and um, enjoy what you do. I'm, my, one of my models is uh, do what you love, love what you do. Very true. And so that's where I try to, you know, if, as long as you're doing that, there's really nothing I can tell you. And, and don't start out with the most expensive equipment. If you can make the point and shoot work like I did with my cell phone yeah. at Keith Sweat <laughs> or my first, I've had a T5 or something. Oh, my nice. first, I was scared to death. I shot NDRE oh. uh, for African World Festival. And I had, and everybody's there with the long lens yeah. cameras. Oh, yeah. And I had to make my little T5 work. And it did. So, you know, when you can make it work with the, with the least of equipment, then when you are able to afford the better equipment, you've 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 been self taught. You know what you're doing, so just go for it. That's good. That's good. And uh, my last thing I want to ask you is that where can where can people go to view your work and also to contact you if they want you if they want you to do photography for their events? I can be found. I don't have a specific web page because I, I found that uh, Facebook is free. It's a business move, right? Very so true. I Very created. Uh, I have a personal Facebook page, but then I have Guyton Photography LLC. Guyton is G-U-Y-T-O-N, Guyton Photography, LLC. And um, you can see a lot of my work there. The, some of the private work that I do with um, like birthday parties and, you know, private citizens, everybody doesn't want their, their um, memories on Facebook. So I respect that. Um, another thing I'll say is people ask, you know, um, is this going to be on Facebook? I, with your permission, but I don't look good unless you look good. I'm not going to take a picture of someone and then it's not the best work that I can offer and post it. So you can see my work on Facebook, Guyton Photography LLC, and, you know, see some of the fun that I get to have. All right. Well, well, thank you very much again, Francesca, for coming on. Thank Appreciate you. a lot. And uh, until then, everyone, thank you for out there listening to the podcast show today. Until then, until we meet again next time, everyone out there, take it easy. Be safe, stay warm as it's getting chilly outside. Talk to you later. I'm out.